from white lightning to lightning fast. The Wilkesboro Find Your Back Road podcast covers all the people, places, and things that make Wilkesboro a one-of-a-kind mountain destination. Enjoy lively conversations as we welcome artists, local business leaders, event organizers, and creatives from around Wilkesboro. It's the Wilkesboro Find Your Back Road podcast. And let's welcome today's guests to the program. We have Evan and Megan White on with us from Crooked Creek Highlands Farm. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited. We were talking off air. I love Highland cows. And I'm I'm excited because I know there's going to be people listening today. They're going to learn something new about an amazing breed of cattle that exists on this planet. And we are, we are privileged to have a place to interact with them and get to know them here in the uh, foothills of Western North Carolina. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much much. We are very excited to be here and share our love of Highland cows with everyone. Yeah, so um, let, before we get into introducing the cows, let's go ahead and introduce the two of you. Uh, share a little bit of, you know, your where are you from? How did you end up doing what you're doing? Those kind of front porch conversation things. All right. Um, so we are Evan and Megan White. Um, we have, I grew up in Wilkes County, so this is home for me. Um, my husband and I, we lived in Charlotte for 10 years, and um, I practiced family law on the side, and then uh, this is my other side job. We, uh, about a year ago, we decided that we'd really like to move back to Wilkes County. We love this area. It's just, it's so beautiful and a wonderful place to raise a family. So we decided to move back. We're in the process of building a house here, and we got very interested in Highland cows, and now we have uh, pursued that passion and have been sharing them with, with everyone. Well, yep. and then, uh, Go ahead, Evan. No, I was just going to say, I'm, I did not grow up here. I actually grew up on the coast, so it's a little bit different change of scenery, but um, I take it in every day and, and learn something new every day, and that's, that's what makes it exciting for me. And We've met a lot of really cool people through these cows as well. Um, and that's, that's just been a lot of fun. Well, and you know, if you're growing up on the coast, I'll say the waters we have, if you're getting out to Kerr, Scott or anything, there's nothing in the water trying to kill you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yep. You're used to alligators and sharks. Yeah. Unless you get too close to a secret fishing spot of a local guide or something, right. then, you know, um, but now I, from what I understand, your, your 80 acre farmland, your family's been using that farmland for a couple hundred years, right? Yeah. So it's, we, my children would be six generation farmers if they uh, continue to pursue this. My grandfather had Hereford cows. My dad has Black Angus and we decided to get into Scottish Highlands. So this has been in our family for um, a long time. So that makes it extra special and historic for us. So um, I, I have to ask, what made you choose Scottish Highlands um, as what you were going to focus on? We really, you know, um, true story we bought two we fell in love with the breed they have wonderful demeanors they're very docile they're much more um, better with human interaction and the more we read about them the more we learned about them um, our knowledge grew and our interest grew and we just fell in love with them uh, and thought they would be such a great asset to this area because there's not many people who have Scottish Highlands and um, this is such a perfect place for for them and having small kids too, that was, that went into a factor. And then also the, just the breed itself, where they come from in the Scottish Highlands, it, it's a re very resilient breed also. And so they are uh, really fun to work with, but they also are very tough as well. So it's a good climate. It does get cool enough in the winters um, and they do okay in the heat also, you know, as well, even despite all the hair. 
Yeah, and they do have that long hair, and they've got the uh, the horizontal horns and and things, and their size too. At least you know, I was telling you about Smitty, my favorite Highland cow near you know where I where I get to interact and um, getting to know him over time. I mean, there's an actual personality. I mean, like he, he's playful and like you say, kind of chill, but also beautiful too. And I was telling you, and thank you for the kindness of saying a lot of people make this mistake. Um, and when he was young, and I first saw him, I thought, is that a baby buffalo? yeah we get that so often people are very interested in the breed and we love educating people um and giving them a chance to interact with it because they're very they're majestic they're beautiful um and they they all have their own personality they're all unique um and just just really fun to watch well and so you do a lot of different things let's talk about some of the ways that you host events and some of the kinds of things that you're doing um and giving people the chance to interact with these highland cows so um, we actually started hosting our first event in March of this year. Um, we do a little bit of everything. We do paint parties, um, which is a really fun event for people to come out. They get to paint a canvas or door hanger, um, Highland Cow related. Uh, alongside the cows, they get to interact with them and take a piece of art home. Uh, we also do yoga, which has been a huge hit. People really enjoy yoga with the Highlands. Now, I want to point out, though, this isn't like baby goat yoga where they climb on your back. I no, just, they you know, do not. That, that would yeah, yeah. that would very much hurt. We actually have had that question. I'm like, no, I promise they won't no, jump no, no, on no, your no, back. Yeah. No stampedes <laughs> going on, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have uh, we've done the Highland Cow Yoga. We also do a lot of photography sessions. Um for people to create special memories and interact with these animals and uh, have those beautiful keepsakes. The other thing we've done too, that we've found to be a lot of fun is we've had schools out for field trips, um, really engaging way to interact with kids. A lot of, a lot of kids just don't have any farm experience or have really even seen cattle before. So getting them out here and seeing the reactions on their faces uh, it has been really rewarding. Well, and you have other animals there as well, too. Uh, you know, you're getting a whole experience. Of course, getting to see the Scottish Highlands, um, you know, like we said a couple of times, a lot of people haven't seen them before. There's not a whole lot of them around here. But I know when I first met my first Scottish Highland, I was like, okay, this is the only kind of cow that I want to, you know, interact with if I have the choice at a farm because they're just so beautiful, like you said, majestic. They're they're so soft and gentle um, with their demeanor and everything. Um, but you have other things, too. Um, talk about some of the other animals that you have there on your farm. Yeah, so we have, um, we have non-Nigerian dwarf goats, uh, four of which are named after the Golden Girls. Um, they are hilarious too. A lot, a lot of fun. We should have some little babies in the spring. So we're excited for that. We also have Zilly, who is, um, a halflinger, uh, pony. He is about seven years old. We have two British white parks and two black Angus that we ended up rescuing. And we have two donkeys. And I think that's everybody, right? (laughs) There there are two other black Angus that have shown up and kind of hang out. We think they want to be Highlands, but um, (laughs) yeah, they... They They just show up every day. Uh, They figured out the food routine, and so... We've sort of adopted them, too. <laughs> and we, we can't not feed them. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm curious, on, on 200 you know, years of history and 80 acres there, um, our family has been on the same spot on, on the mountain that we're on for 40 years. 
And generationally, the wildlife here is used to our family. And so we have close encounters and everything. Have there been, you know, is there a familiarity with some of the wild animals that wander across your land, like deer or bears that you have encounters with that you see from time to time? Yeah, we've been really fortunate. Um, We have some wild turkeys. We have about 12 of them. Um, Usually every year they come, have their babies here. Um, and hang out. We saw them yesterday. We also have a mama deer and her two two little babies. She just mm. had babies. And so um, they come, hang out. They're so used to the highlands. Uh, they don't really pay mm-hmm. them any attention. The turkeys actually will go out and eat whatever leftover feed they dro- <laughs> drop. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's just fat. It's just beautiful. You'll see some of the, some of our bull especially will give a turkey a funny look every now and then. <laughs> um, just, you know, do I chase it off or do I just let it be? Uh, yeah. But it's kind of, it's funny to watch them figure things out, but the turkeys come down almost nightly. Mm-hmm. Um, we see, we'll see them every, every night. We kind of keep count of them to make sure they're all okay. Yeah. Uh, we've got some coyotes and other things in the area as well that we watch out for, but um, just, it's, it's a lot of fun to see all the different wildlife. Uh, even birds, you know, it seems like we always see a different species of bird come join us as well. Well, I'll go ahead. Sorry. I also forgot to mention, um, speaking of wildlife, our nine our we have seven female goats. They have adopted a cat. Um, (laughs) when I say that this cat showed up and has been living with the goats, um, since he was a kitten. And he doesn't really like people, but he loves the goats. He hangs out with them. He eats with them, sleeps with them. So <laughs> we've adopted him. His name is Jinx. And he uh, he is the, uh, I guess he's the goat's pet. <laughs> wow, that's, that's really awesome. And, um, you know, it's... I talk about it in a lot of different things I do. I talk about nature therapy and how mm-hmm. getting out into nature just it's some there's something that not only helps you reset but can also feed you creatively inspiration and perspective and things like that and I know that you've taken um, that kind of concept and adopted it into what you have available on the farm there. Talk a little bit about how you've integrated some therapy type interactions yeah um so. I also find that to be true being around animals. It's really hard to be sad when you're around them. They're just very wonderful. So we've taken that at, you know, I am a family law attorney and I know what a lot of families go through and the difficulty a lot of, a lot of them face. So one thing that we really wanted to do with our business is we wanted to give back um, because not everybody has the opportunity to be around these animals. So um, this past year, we went to a domestic violence shelter. We met some wonderful children who got the experience of meeting um, one of our Highlands. Her name is Cotton Candy, and they had a wonderful experience. We've also been to some child advocacy centers um, to give employees just a little bit of sunshine. Um, and we want to continue to do that and give back to the community and the children around this area. Oh, it's fantastic. And and so how what's the best way for people to stay up with all the different events and different things that you have coming up and that you will continue to have moving forward? I know you have a very full schedule that you're putting together. What's the best way for people to um, build a relationship with you and the uh, Scottish Highlands? Yeah, the number one way, if you're interested in Scottish Highlands, um, follow us on Instagram at Crooked Creek Highlands and Facebook uh, at Crooked Creek Highlands. I post tons of photos, videos, we really want to connect them with the world so everyone has a chance to see these animals. And I post a lot of fun videos and also our events. Um, we also have a website, crookedcreekhighlands.com, where all of our upcoming events are listed and you can find out more information about our farm. 
That's fantastic. And, and thank you again for, you know, bringing something that it really does have such an impact on the community when you open it up and give all kinds of opportunities for people to have these interactions and, and, you know, whether it's through the yoga or painting parties or meet and greets, the educational tours you're doing or the therapy, you know, cow therapy, (laughs) (laughs) um, all those things, it it really is wonderful. And, uh, in keeping a legacy of an old, uh, property in the area still vibrant and involved. So thank you for all that. Yes, thank you. All right, and uh, appreciate you both being on. Be safe out there, and we look forward to seeing you on the farm soon. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Wilkesboro Find Your Back Road podcast. To request an interview spot or to advertise, email info at wilkescountytourism.com. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.